Hudson Orbital Radio. Your listening choices. Us or static. Evening, filthy truckers. Welcome to Hot Normal, your station for the latest news, updates, chat, and of course, a mug of gin. I am, as ever, your excitable host, Dick Chafing, and with me tonight in the studio, I have Rudolph Hucker. Yay! Welcome back, Rudolph. I know you've been out doing some various different sabbaticals. Uh, it's good to have you back in the studio. However, Thank we have. Sorry. Don't just. Okay, we can go in then. You're fine with that, yes? Yeah, thanks. No problems. We shall get on with the news then, because in tonight's news, pilots stranded as the latest chip system updates take a little longer than expected. Toby One Kenobi makes it back to Melvin just in. Don Antonacci weapons cache discovered. Hutton takes a whooping from some pirates in a simulator. Mikon warns of pending mods outbreak. Mysterious nibblings at Hutton cause panic. Hops recruits a hotbox patrol. Firstly tonight, Hutton Orbital is a long and lonely signal out there in the void. Nearly 12 hours ago, across the galaxy, systems simply stopped. Station lights went out, ships were left floating, every ship system in the galaxy inexplicably stopped. Luckily, here at Hutton Orbital we operate on an emergency power when needed as maintenance crews are always at least an hour and a half away if they're awake. We understand from sources close to the home of the Pilots' Federation, no, that Federation, the other one, Aslot, the Walter Fire Ships, that a scheduled update on all ship systems by Frontier Developments has taken rather longer than expected, and our good friend, the Galactic Intern, has been broadcasting a solo entertainment show for six hours straight to keep the peasants from revolting. Mr. Intern, sir, I do so hope your voice is holding out. One of the most intrepid explorers in the galaxy, the rather unshaven and until today unwashed for a year, Toby One Kenobi has finally made his return to civilization after a whole year of exploration of the depths of space. 
When interviewed by this station, he seemed remarkably sane, uh, more so than many of our Hutton truckers, though he put this down to the restorative effects of drinking recycled urine. Apparently you don't notice the rather fruity bouquet after the seventh or eighth week. What is all the more impressive was that he returned to a Hutton-owned station, our latest acquisition of Melvin in George's Pants, with 95% of his hull integrity intact. Dick here can't manage that even with a single docking operation. Toby left civilised space just before the advent of Jumponium, before ship repair systems were available, before SRVs were able to be bought, before ships received their certificates for landing on planets. His has been an epic journey, and he has completed it in true Hutton fashion. With style. The Hutton spy team, led by Commander Rasson, have discovered documents long hidden in the crevices of Melvin and George's pants that show that the dastardly Don Antonacci has been hoarding expensive and illegal weaponry in the Wolf 359 system. Not content to use his own villa, he has secreted them in Vert's Pride, a high-security base. We have dispatched scouting teams who are reporting heavily improved security, anti-aircraft missile batteries, heavy skimmers, and even a laser battery or three. Once the spy team have returned safely, we will bring you more updates. We will be assembling a group-based assault force, including our friends from the Hotbox Division and their allies, the Pixel Bandits. The Don will not be allowed to carry on this trade in illegal weaponry. Did you hear that, Don Antonacci? We're coming for you! In related news, the Antonacci family, led by the dastardly do-wrong Don himself, challenged all truckers to a simulator battle last weekend. Initially, the field of battle was set for the word system, in the ice rings of planet A5. The Don then sent a message saying that the VR was far too effective, and he was freezing his knackers off, so moved the event to a hastily created combat zone. He also bemoaned the fact that the latest engineer-based simulator didn't allow the docking of furry lances and opened up the competition to heavy cruisers. He then moved the goalposts again, laughing all the way that the combat zones were all fake and, indeed, his pirate forces were waiting at word A5. That and he had some gloves with little heaters in to keep his mittens warm. Needless to say, whilst 80 ships managed to assemble, the massed and well-prepared pirates issued a thorough drubbing to the eight truckers who managed to get there. Bravely and without a moan, they provided duck hunt targets for the Don's minions. Commander Hobomalo may well have an update later in this broadcast with far more accurate figures. The Mercs of McCun, headed up by the Duke himself, have launched a direct appeal to Hutton Orbital. They suspect that their home system is about to suffer an outbreak of the heart-breaking mods disease. The only cure, Hutton mugs. Lots of them. The planned Hutton run on Sunday this coming weekend now has an objective. Load up 
and take them mugs 190 light years to Mekun and save those poor souls from a mugless demise. This is an appeal to all commanders with a heart, and some of those of you who don't. We need you for Sunday. We need another convoy. <clears throat> there were reports this week of a goat loose about Hutton Orbital. Commanders have been signing in to the hospital wing after mysterious ramming incidents. I'll say that once again, ramming injuries. They heard suspiciously goat-like noises shortly before feeling a butt in, for want of a better word, the butt. Scenery has been chewed, wires have been nibbled, Alvin's chew toys have been viciously assaulted, and all of their stuffing pulled out. All we found was a set of dog tags, with only a few letters yet readable. The letters N, T, K. Whoever has unleashed this horned and hairy plague on Hutton, we will hunt you down. And finally, with the expansion of our faction efforts and the news that Hotbox are having the latest upgrade to ship systems and planetary landing capabilities, the HOPS teams, that's Hutton Orbital Police Service, excuse me for a second, have expanded their operations onto the Hotbox powered ships. Commander X Ligger Zero Jagger has taken up residence at LHS 340 and sworn to use it at his police HQ for the protection of Hutton systems. Banyan Steel, head of the Hops team, was heard to report, He's a fair dinkum, though, old tough old bastard, that Jaeger bomb. Wrestles crocodiles in cubicle three for hours on end. All we hear are the groans and the screams, but when he's done, he walks out of there drawing his hands with not a mark on him. Brave fella. Well, who can argue with that? Welcome. <laughs> Truckers everywhere, floating in space. That was the news. This is your beacon in the black. The ice in your gin. The warm beverage in your hot and mug on a cold night. I have indeed been dick chafing, and I believe we are getting some breaking news. Rudolf Hucker, what is the breaking news? The ship systems are back online as of uh, four minutes ago. We have confirmation that ship systems are rebooting throughout the galaxy. The software update has finally landed. So, commanders out there, hit your upgrade button, keep it tuned to Hutton Hour Radio, and we will be back after these short messages with a long chat about all the things coming up in the Hutton systems this week. Stay tuned, thanks for tuning in, I've been Dick Chafing, and he is, indeed, still the Rudolf Hucker. And we're back. That was, of course, Megadeth and some some timpani, timpani of um, abruption. I think that's what it was called, Hober, wasn't it? It was indeed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Hutton Orbital Radio, where we discuss all the stuff that's going on and happened last week, and then we look to the future for all the cool stuff coming up this week. And oh my god! Oh my gosh! 
Oh my goodness. If you're watching, if you're if you're currently geo-blocked and you're watching on twitch.tv forward slash cyclecow, because we explained all those radio issues last week and they're a bit complicated and it's all long and drawn out and it's two steps forward, five steps back at the moment, but we're going to get there. We're going to get a, a good solution that works for us and uh, makes it nice and easy for us to be able to do all the things we want to do and keep these station on the air. That's what we want to make sure. that You've got plenty of places that you can go to listen. But for now, if you're listening, watching on Twitch, you're sitting, what the hell is that game? We are currently streaming, because obviously Elite was doing updates, um, so we can't do anything about it, and the update is now there, so please go and download your beta... No, it's not beta 2 anymore, it's not, it's not 2.1! Download 2.1! And then pick up some fish and go and meet some engineers, that's what you need to do tonight, uh, if you can. And uh, we're not going to do that just now, because I fear if I hit the upgrade button, we will go off air as the download kills everything. But we're here with a busy, 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 busy show tonight. We have, of course, our political updates. We have our review of last weekend's battle. And we have a chat all about the community goals coming up this week. And uh, I think we're still waiting for... Nope, Spike is here. Commander Spike is here. I shall drag him down. And... um, Screaming and... Screening and kicking. Welcome, welcome everyone. Thank you. Of course, I forgot to mention, after a weekend of working away, we are joined by Vanti Ann. Welcome back, Dave. And you are currently struggling, aren't you? Oh, yes. I, I had an incident, as, as Cecil would say. Yes, an incident. <laughs> you're, well, the, you're, there, yeah, well, see, Simuf, Simuf and I were working on a, a top secret project at the weekend, and it involved yeah, lifting some heavy stuff. And as one would do, one would pick up stuff that's way too heavy yourself, and yeah, p- pick it up and not have a straight back, and then get into bed on Monday, and on Tuesday morning can't get out of bed again. Well, I often find on a Monday morning that I, I definitely find it more difficult to get out of bed again. Well, it You're, depends what's keeping you there, I suppose. Yeah, usually it's a weekend sweat cursed. Um, anyway, we are <laughs> we are um, playing pulsar, so yeah, make the jump, engineer boy. Dave is my. Are you weapons today? Well, no, I, I was, I was, but it was trimming all my words off on the radio station. Hopefully, that's a little bit better. Mm, it definitely is. That's perfect. Fantastic. So yeah. So so pul- pulsar pulsed my pulsed my thingy and did my do and it's now done. So it's off. I'll join you in a minute in uh, the simulator. No problem. It is a very great. Anyway, way how, are, of, how are you? Mastering mastering multi career. I'm all right. I'm obviously a year old. I, I, I heard you turn sixty at the weekend. Sixty two. <laughs> it's hard to believe, but you know, um, they just got those good you don't genetics. Don't sound a day over forty one. <laughs> and, uh, it was as you were when you were eighteen. It was it was a it was a it was an interesting weekend, and we of course uh, met because you were working in Glasgow on Sunday and went out for a fantastic meat fest, which wasn't quite as fantastic as it had been the previous time, as everything was just a little bit more well done than our liking. We like it, you know. We like our our. I like it still going worse. Yes, you like it when it's still got a slight pulse. And uh, it was great fun, but we had a good laugh. I was out with Simuf, Galactic Midden, and my sister and her fiancé. And it was a fantastic night. But what was happening... And we had a good game game in the pub afterwards as well. 
Yes, that was a game called Spyfall. If you're at LaveCon, definitely check it out. It is a good laugh. It's a good giggle. It's a bit tentative in your first couple of rounds, but then you become a complete and utter liar, and it works a treat. <laughs> and, and Gal Midden did it in the bathroom with a, a lot of toilet paper. There's something along oh, those lines. No, it's not Cluedo, is it? Yeah. No. Cubicle 3 or something was involved, I'm sure. Um... We think we'll kick off with the faction updates. I'm not sure. Uh, Commander Spiker, are you there? I, I'm here, but I have no clue what's going on. It's the first time I've been in game for about two weeks. So I, I, um, I, I, I'm I can probably do a vocal slightly... impression of you if, if you want. Go on then, yes, please. No, no, it's fine. ask me questions and I'll answer them. That's even better. How are like, things looking in George's pants? This is interesting. Okay, um, well, uh, what was happening before is we, we got our um, requisite 60% to get our coup in George's pants to take over Zamka in protest the fact they didn't give us Crampton's um, landable planet. And all of a sudden, the enemy decided they were going to go into war in some poxy small little system next door called TZ Arietis, which blocks us. The worst thing about that one is we chucked everybody at it, and with 50 commanders there battling uh, for two whole days, we managed to make a 0.1% difference in the war swing, which meant we are doomed for a 28-day war unless we do something differently. So we took the finger off the trigger button, and we thought, well, maybe we're being opposed. Maybe there are some naughty Mother Gaia people based in Seoul making our lives difficult. And we took our finger off the trigger button, and it didn't go down or swing the other way. So what it means is TZ Arietis is really, really, really hard. We drafted in a little bit of help from some rather dastardly um, combat types who managed to boost it by 2%. But then we realised all of a sudden that there was another system nearby, LP245-10, where the Crimson Underpants are based as well and they were about to go into a conflict potential state there. So we panicked, stopped the war, and said, hang on a second, let's grind them down there before we can do anything else. So we gave them a kicking in that system, and then realised that back in George Pantazis, they had jumped by 14%. Um, I bashed my head on the table, Rascon went for a bit of a cry, um, Minudra had to go back to her systems, um, so we spent the last 48 hours kicking um, the Crimson Bridge in the pants, uh, which worked, and they're now back down on zero, ready for the new system update, the 2.1, and the plan is, once that lands and it's all stable, we go back to war in TZ, we polish that war off because the percentages are now different, so they were needing 12, and I think they now need, I don't know, 4, 5... And we'll give it a couple of days of hard work. And theoretically, within a week, that means we should have our coup. There you go, the short version. <laughs> so I've got the figures for George's pants. I've just put my hand in there and pulled them out. We are on 70% and the Crimson Bridge is down on 1%. So it's looking good. So it's... Well, I mean, the background... Whoa, wait a minute. I'm, I'm down on a planet and the blooming uh, engineer simulator decided he wants to charge the warp drive. He better not leave me here. It's a massive ice planet as I'm hunting for a missing crew. It's an interesting game, that one. Anyway, so, yeah, it, it's been a complicated background sim. It's been certainly one of the most challenging 
features we've had. I mean, we've been talking about George's pants now for what going on three months. Uh, five ish. Yeah, February the thirteenth was when we first started tracking. The spy team started tracking data for them. I mean, it's it's, it's spectacular, isn't it? How how complicated it has been. But I think I think the thing is, it's one of these things where once we've cracked it, we are going to rightly so claim a very strong victory because we're going to get it. We're we're definitely going to do it. There's there's nothing sure. Yeah, I mean. We, speaking to the um, belab-coated one from Frontier, we missed out on our last win by a matter of milliseconds. Genuinely, check the server logs milliseconds. I'm going to go crying, I okay. So, yeah, we're there, and the, the feedback from Frontier has been that this is as difficult as challenges get. It is, it's got a rare in it, you've got a faction who owns the rare, who've got loads of other systems, it's a high population, and it's in the middle of all the other systems, which means there's a load of random traffic helping them. If we were, let's say, the Mercs of Macoon, and out on the border, we could expand and expand and expand to our heart's content without all this conflict. Okay. But we're not. We're right in the middle of it all, and no. we're to do it the hard way. We, we, we picked the lovely easy system right next to the heart of the Federation. I also think the longer it goes on, the longer the game goes on for, the potentially the more and more harder conflicts you get, because you raised the point there of if you're attacking a faction that's in loads of other systems, you've then got to track where they are to make sure they're not going into war or put them in war in other, other, other systems. So it becomes much, much harder the longer and longer the game goes on for, I think. Yeah, I mean, the expansion... Well, yeah, expansion happens um, only as a result of player action. So, yes, anybody in and around Seoul doing the odd mission for, let's say, the Crimson Bridge will be helping them expand and expand and expand. However, the new retreat state's interesting. It gives us a lever to try and get rid of them from other systems. So we can actually boot them out of places to stop them going into war and kick them back to their home system. The only problem is their home system is the one we're trying to take over. Yeah, it's great. It's a complicated battle, but you guys are keeping the information of what people need to do up to date. And uh, I suppose it's a good point to just, you know, reiterate that now is what do we need from people? Well, I need to log in and check the statistics, but assuming that, yeah, Spike's checked it and they're on, we're on 70%, we need to get to TZ Arietis and we need to kick some serious backside in the war zone there on behalf of the Crimson Bridge's enemy, which I think is the EZ Aquarii. Um, Give me a second, I'll just log into that, um, log into the little sheet and log into the system map. Um, so the Crimson Bridge are on 6.5% and are what? at war. And I'm just trying to work out there. They've jumped 1.5% overnight. And they are on war, at war with the future of EZ Aquari. And they're on 7.6%. So we need to go into there and fight in the conflict zones for them. Okay, what that means is they've jumped 1.6% overnight. Because they were on five. Oh, actually, they were on five nine last night. It's six so they've five jumped now. quite a bit. 
Yeah, so we, we've got two choices. We can either support the Crimson Bridge if we think they've got help, or we can fight against them if we think we've got more people. Whichever way is the shortest route to getting a big difference. Okay. I don't want to go for it. Well, if... if well, Rascal, if Rascal and you and I will... Yeah, sort it out. Yeah, we'll, we'll powwow. So keep an eye on the Hudson Truckers Facebook page and keep an eye for the political team event update and join that event if you're interested in supporting our move on George's Pants and helping us get that ever-elusive large pad that is proving to be a significant challenge for the truckers. And crikey, we have tried everything to to break this system, but it's definitely worth doing because... Once we get that foothold, and we've got a bit of a boost in the system, you know, if it was simple as percentages and influence, we'd have won by now. But we have got a boost uh, hold in the system now, which does give us a bit of a, a, ba- a benefit to keeping our influence there. And it's just really going to be a bit of a long battle to put these crimson stain out, to, to wipe off that stain and clean that system up. But keep an eye on the events page. And yeah, we to, will I mean, to, give you, to give you an idea... Yeah, to, to keep it in that state for every single day for the last four weeks, we have had to have teams shooting authority ships and traders to the tune of 120 of them each a day, every day, for a whole month. Madness. Uh, are you sure we're the good guys? Oh, yeah, no, we, we, we discovered the corruption and they've been supporting the Don and they've been smuggling in weapons and they've been doing fake wars and all sorts and we had enough of it. We've actually been supported by local federal factions to try and sort these guys out because they're a nuisance. Okay, well, as long as Alvin's not taking us down a very dark and dangerous path, <laughs> we're okay with that. That's no, no, he's, he's taking other people down that path. Uh, we're, we're staying clean-ish. Though um, our naughtiest commander does have a bounty on his head of just over a million credits. And does he have um, fairly reliable shields? Uh, old man <laughs> Riverboat? I don't know, we'd have to ask him. <laughs> So I think that really kind of covers the whole political update. Um, Ho- you know, Commander Hober, we did have a bit of a, an online, a big battle on Saturday, and although it turned out to be a, a more complicated affair, actually, to, to get into than it should have done, um, there was a degree of hilarity and fun had. Is that a bit fair to say? Do you want to give us your, your report on what happened on Saturday? Yeah, I'm quite happy to. Um, yeah, it was just, um, well, that's just a little bit of skirmish, you know, things happened. Um, but no, no, no um, as Dick and uh, Rudolph mentioned earlier in the news bulletin, last weekend saw the simulator combat session labelled Clash of the Titans against the evil Don's saltiest pirates. Antonacci threw down the gauntlet for the third big beater blowout. As always, we took up the challenge. No matter the opponent, the truckers rise to the task at hand. Um, you may have to play an advert in the middle of this one, uh, Cow. It's a little bit long. The night started off with communications with the Don and his hired guns. As more pirates joined, we saw how many favours the Don had given out. A call to arms to smash the truckers meant he had brought in the SDC, the EIC, the Imperial Inquisition, the Walls of Janai, Diamond Frogs and many others to ensure our loss. As the pirates poured in, it was quickly recognised that the truckers were outnumbered more than three to one. The Don had promised us an open battlefield, but that fell through. Whether he paid off local uh, government in the system, 
I can't say, but it became very evident that the pirates were in their element. No conflict zones, only dangerous resource extraction sites to defend our honour, where they could lurk silently behind the asteroids. Through various parlay attempts, I got them to agree to a treaty of no supercruise interdictions, and we wouldn't turn um, report crimes onto the system authority vessels. Um, <clears throat> The battle would take place across the uh, rings of Weird 5A, or, hang on, is it 5B, or the closest res site to the planet, or was it the IC, or was it the rocks? We couldn't really tell. The pirates are fighting over a handful of truckers who would claim the kill. The Dong claimed ship system errors shortly before the start and sent in the pirates to do his dirty work and keep his hands squeaky clean. But I do have confirmation that we will get him on tax charges eventually. With camera crews set in place, the horn blew and the truckers made their way across the system to the res sites. A few walls of Janai ignored the supercruise ban and picked out a lonely trucker. Rest in peace, Commander Flossie. Six no! wings of the truckers. I know, it, it was the first casualty of the night. It was very upsetting, wasn't it, Flossie? So shocked she can't even comment. So, six wings of the truckers made their way across various res sites and they were met with a hardened foe than we've ever fought before. It became very clear that when in combat, that the preparation that the pirates had done for the blowout, they tooled up and supercharged their strangely fishy-smelling ships, souped-up shields, FSD killers, heat beams and a weapon I can only describe as a VR vomit maker gun a trademark. Within 10 minutes the truckers were down to I do apologize within 10 minutes the truckers were down two wings whilst restocking at our local station the Don calmly strolls in on the comms channel and asks, "How are we doing chaps?" And then he offered us a chance to surrender. Were we going to? Were we? More skirmishes broke out and it became very apparent that the truckers were stuck in an instance with each other, as were the pirates. In the meantime, the camera crew, who were out in the bounds of combat, were repeatedly eviscerated by the SDC. As time grew, many kills were counted. Not so many on the trucker's side. You know, a little bit of poor instancing. Again, not blaming the Don for skewing the galaxy when he has the power, but it became very apparent that the truckers were outnumbered and overwhelmed, so time to throw in the towel. With a heavy heart and preparing my ankle to be bitten by Alvid, we retreated to lick our wounds. Parley began with the pirate leaders, who said we fought against hard odds. We'd earned respect for keeping our resolve for a solid hour. To make amends and finish on a high, we agreed to have a full blowout, every commander for themselves outside an anarchy station. Friend versus friend, enemy versus enemy, the battle raged on outside the station, and I decided I'd bring the flagship of the truckers into the fray, the packhound-laden, silent-running Type 9, and began my assault. Quite effective in stripping hull, but ever increasingly better at dropping commander's FPSs, as I dropped three sets of Packhound missiles every six seconds. And so to end the beta blowout, and a blowout to the truckers, many lessons were learnt. Don't let the Don grab every pirate slash PvP faction to combat valiant truckers. Don, you moved the goalposts, confused everyone, and then hired every force in the galaxy to beat us. 
but we still stayed and fought. Nothing tougher than a hut and trucker. Well, that's quite a good soundbite. Can you record that one, Cal? <laughs> Done. <laughs> so a quick thank you to all the players involved, and um, let me just load up the screen. It's probably not everyone that was involved, but I'll go from the top when I've got a screenshot of everybody. So we have Sir Superdeath, Hobamallow, Icene, Psycho Cow, Texas Stew, The Don, Triple Two, Neontron, Roofmar Spiff, Swift Arrows, Wizard Zombie, Ubenstorm, Eros Maidlung, Ventura, Massey, Flossie, Harry Potter, Sabian Zerl, Blue Main, Anarch Mac. Uh, Old Brett Riverboat, Bware, Carnaby, Chaos Wolf, Arson Cross, Dagger Wolf, Shepherd, Tyron Quinn, Dark Off, DJ Truthsayer, DJ Wayland, sorry, Dr. Wayland, Galmidden, Malik, Neo, Nitek, no Nocti, Nixie, oh, it's all the pixie names, um, Pilucci, Rax Minerva, Silver Orange, Smoke Wheeze, um, Selene, Space Texas, Dig Vader, Stubbs, Tuxed, and um, <clears throat> finally, we got gifted um, a few prizes from the Don, and so we have four assassin skin packs to give out to the truckers. Now, I wasn't made aware of this prior to the combat, so I can only go on kind of half experience and half watching what everybody was doing whilst I was parlaying with the pirates, but apologies for those if I missed you, but your valiant efforts and... Uh, have been recognised Commander Ventura, Commander Massey, Commander Eros Maidlung, and surprisingly, the man that probably got blown up the most, one of the camera crew, Commander Nocta Vegas. That was quite a, 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 an extensive Wait. report. Thank you, Hober. That was awesome. It did feel a little bit and like a game. Well, well done to the winners record. and well done to the truckers. Was that, was oh, that the same sentence? Was that, well done to the winning truckers. Was that, was that what you said there, Dave? Well done to the winners, and well done to the truckers. I mean, the winners are the prizes. Ah, I got you. Excellent. Once more, casting doubt. Now, we're, we're claiming a no-score draw on this one, because the original, the original mission was whoever had the highest score in the combat zones. Now, in one small glitch for about 30 seconds in the combat zones, one of our truckers clocked up 1.2 million credits and one of the pirates clocked up 20,000. So the final score was 1.2 million for the truckers, 20,000 for the pirates. That's a win then. <laughs> stats and damn stats. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to go to a quick advert. I think that would be, it would be smart. And then we're going to come back with Flossie and the uh, community goals. So, if you bear with us, we'll be out back after these rather appropriate tune, I think. I think, anyway. But maybe other people will tell me that it's inappropriate. After last week's um, Storm Large, it probably will be a little bit inappropriate. And does, in fact, say, warning explicit lyrics, you have been warned, but enjoy this tune. And we are back, and yes, we were just having a wee, a wee rundown with Hobart and his, uh, the, the, the sort of the difficulties and the peculiarities that happens this weekend uh, for the Don. If you were one of the many truckers who was affected by the 
lack of community zones or just it didn't work out for you we can only apologize for the technical difficulties with and the bugs that were causing these issues i blame um, the don yeah well, well we always blame don that's just an automatic just blame him for everything and um we hope that the next time we manage to get into a beta blowout that you will come and join us again and give it another chance and hopefully this time we'll not have any technical glips or issues that stop the community goal from working or the combat zones from appearing but I think we've given them feedback that it would hopefully help Frontier avoid a similar issue in the future I think that's right Dave isn't it? Sorry I completely missed that in a storm of ip, oop, up and up Oh dear Hopefully that's not me going brokey 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 but maybe, maybe it is, who knows. If you're not hearing this broadcast, we've well, got try, try, try again in smaller syllables and I'll pay attention. Okay, I was Sorry. just saying that I think we've been able to give... <laughs> well, I'd never. <laughs> <laughs> we, um... Christ, there's a gorilla in here! Jeez, I bet you bloody no, Cecil left it. That was not a goat. A goat. <laughs> that was not a goat. That was a gorilla. I last heard that in Tarzan, <laughs> in old black and white, with what's his doodah the swimmer in it. Johnny yeah. Actually, that wasn't a gorilla, that was a chimpanzee. No, last time I heard noise that, I was watching Sigourney Weaver go into the mist. Um, <laughs> yeah, that never happened in Alien, did it? No, never mind. There was a lot of mist in Alien on smoke machines. Right, well, you know, you've totally you derailed us. Damn we were hands off speak me, about you damn like that, dirty to be perfectly honest. We were heading in a perfectly normal direction with really important information and, and a really, you know, intellectual discussion, and then suddenly now we're discussing the sounds of a goat and versus the sounds of a gorilla. How did we fall so far? Oh, Hober, oh, Hober, oh, Alvin, we beseech thee, take us back on course. Don't you ever yearn for change? For which course? A course of medicine, yeah? <laughs> Could well be. So, yeah, I said what I was saying was, Dave, that we've been able to give feedback from the event that will hopefully lead to that not happening again in the future. And that's, that's the best we can do, really. Yeah, I mean, I think um, the... The choice to go with CZ. CZs are controlled by the background simulation, and we're at the mercy of random stuff that happens with other players and the universe. And I think sticking to the res sites and picking an exact res site is probably the more sensible thing to do. Or outside a station. I understand outside a station was a, a proper humdinger. Okay. Humdinger. Or a dumbhinger. Hober, where are you? He's gone. He's, I tell you what, he's gone off for a. He's no, gone no, off to no. join Cecil in the infirmary. He's gone chasing that gorilla. No, no, <laughs> your mind's trying out, mate. To... <laughs> it was a humdinger been... and then it was blank. <laughs> He's been injured by trying to milk that goat. <laughs> it was a humdinger, <laughs> bing bong, over to you, Roger, over and out, over to Hober, outside the station. Well, I do apologise. Um, yeah, no, the, 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 the out, outside the Anarchy station was a beautiful sight, um, mainly because everybody joined the same... Um, comms channel so you had everybody chatting um monkey poop um at each other whilst having a load of fun and as ships came in trying to dock we took them out as they tried to escape we took them out um it was deemed quite clearly that um I'm just going to see if I can pull up a name because I remember it briefly um Arson Cross um had a python built that even the station couldn't take out after we'd knocked him down 
through his hull and the station was attacking him it was it was absolutely immense and the vr motion sickness gun was immense any smaller ships that got affected by that they just spin and they just spin so i really do feel sorry for those of you that play in the uh, vr um i think they've got a blackout mode now don't they if if the spin gets too much the um, the screen actually blacks out to stop stop you vomiting there was a guy on the forums the other day that yes said he'd f- had his first roller coaster vr vom incident in in there uh, as a result of that gun and he'd actually yes gone to uh, uh what was it pray to deities um while yawning in a technicolor fashion okay <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been a lot of a lot. You know of, what uh, I mean? Yeah, he'd taken up hurling. <laughs> I tell you what, I would not have impressed the being rather than the broom. I would not have been impressed being in. He, in he my, was talking to God on the big white telephone. I would not have been. I'm going to keep talking over you because there's a lag here. We got we got a transatlantic <laughs> lag. We've definitely got a transatlantic lag here. This I'm going to blame. I think it's just the, you. The, the, the radio I, I, system. I don't actually think it's transatlantic. I just think it's Trans Hadrian's Wall lag. <laughs> Would you come on? I'm not going to part with this racist. We want independence. Independence. Uh, you, you had your vote. Wait for us. <laughs> <clears throat> right, back on, back on track. Back on track. Anyway, where were we? We were, we were neglecting Flossie. I'm not telling you now. Sorry, Flossie. Oh, Although, to, 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 to be fair, she, she is, she is probably our most favourite trucker. Or at least in my heart. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, without question. Oh. Dave, you keep breaking up. Unlike me and Flossie, we always stay together. <laughs> okay, um, oh, yeah. you know, talking, talking, one, two, three. No, I'm not breaking up. Yeah, you sure. just broke up on the breaking up. <laughs> yeah, it's just a tail end clip, but we're, we're going to go on anyway because we're fine. So, Flossie, it's time for us to go in. Uh, I'm going to make you an intro for next week, I think. Something light and fluffy that will just be really good to give you a nice intro for the community goal information for this week! Because um, last week was a bit messy, obviously, because there's a community goals in beta. How did the live games, because we had an extension to the Palladium, was it Tantalum? Or Tantalium um, community goal last week, wasn't there? Um. <laughs> prepared there, I wasn't ready for that. Uh, yes, it was <laughs> extended and it finished earlier in the week, I think. <laughs> Excellent. Because that, that was the only sort of like one that was hanging over, and the other one was the combat bonds. So, uh, what have you got for us this week, Flossie? Well, this week's CGs are hot for press. <laughs> I've been looking for them all day and thinking I wasn't going to have any information. Anyway, we've finally got the the, the details. Uh, one of them is the morning after the night before. The party to celebrate the successful conclusion of the Distant Worlds exhibition expedition has been a tremendous success with festivities at Scafarthov Orbital lasting for several days. But the revelry has come at, at a cost, as it seems that 63G Capricorni is now in the grip of a system-wide hangover. A member of staff at Scafarthov Orbital said, those diamond frogs really know how to throw a party. Seriously, I've never seen anything like it. At one point, the security chief was dancing on the table and screaming screaming about wanting to be a showgirl. 
The Starport Chief of Security declined to comment, although rumours that he has resigned his position to fulfil his secret ambitions remain unsubstantiated. His office issued the following statement. The celebrations were a great success, but now it's time to clean up. We are therefore asking independent pilots to deliver hazardous environment suits, water purifiers and coffee to help the system get back on its feet. The Diamond Frogs once again stepped in, promising to reward pilots who delivered the much-needed commodities to Skvorskov Orbital in the 63G Capricorni system. And the campaign on, on, begins on the 26th of May and will run for one week. And the other 3G, hold on. No, no problem, no. It sounds like there's quite a lot going on, actually, which is quite interesting. The other one is, um, oh heck, <sighs> Nagoli Badu Electronic Syst- Solutions has placed a kill order on all wanted ships operating in the Nagoli Badu system and has promised to reward pilots who deliver bounty vouchers to Vernadsky Port. Uh, that begins also on the 26th of May and lasts a week. So to earn the reward they reward you sign up as an active participant before handing in voucher point bounty vouchers at Bernatsky Port. Excellent. Excellent. What are you what ones are you you looking forward to out of those? Oh definitely not that one. I don't do fighting. <laughs> no, so I'll be I'll be doing the other one, taking coffee and stuff. With that okay. orbital. Excellent. So yeah, plenty of, but so plenty again, plenty of stuff for people to get involved. And if you are looking to get involved in the community goals, again, you can find all these details posted on our Facebook page in the community goals event, and you will to sort of join that event, and then you'll have all the information and the updates as the go progress through the weekend. It should what finish up. Usually it's Thursday. Thursday, of course, today's been a bit of a a non a non elite day with the updates. Um, running just now and just recently updating so if you're in the game you know do send us a message let us know that you're in game um what else have we got that's the, thank you very much for that flossy we'll be back next week with flossy for some more community goal information and updates on the ones tonight and i suspect that if there's any glitches or bugs there may well be a number of extensions to announce next week but we'll keep you informed and i hope we'll have some easier to pronounce names <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere yeah. In the uh, in the Bob system, we have a community goal in flossing. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think yeah, I think there's anything else we need to add to that. That's awesome and, and great information. Thank you very much. Um, oh crikey! Has anyone else got any urgent details that you want to raise? Wow, that's excellent. So. We're all quiet, and we've kind of covered all the information for this week. Um, Dave, are you still here with us? He seems to have lost. I mean, maybe the goat. He's away. Yeah, he's just trying to get Hober off that bloody gorilla. It's not a goat. Stop milking it. It's not a goat. Um, We've of course got an event coming up this weekend. We have our first ever, and it's really, really, really quite exciting too. Our first ever, ever Hutton Mug Convoy on the Xbox. 
which Ooh. is um, amazing. So on Sunday this weekend, from about 3 p.m., I believe it is a kickoff date, we will be convoying our backsides. So join us if you're on the PC, by all means, join us in game and send your messages into the station either through. Oh, we'll figure something out. But normally you can get us on Twitter or on the Facebook page and just give us your message if you want a shout-out. So the first part of this journey is to get the convoy all the way out to Hutton. And then in the evening we are doing a convoy multi-jump to McCann to sell all those mugs and help them prevent an outbreak of mods now. I know we're all quite uh, au fait with the mods outbreak and we're all kind of used to it. So at the end of the show, I think we'll play a reminder of what mods can do. I think that would be fair to say. Just to remind us of why we did that Hutton mug run in the first place. It was a very harrowing feel, uh, a thing that you can... Yeah, it was very harrowing. It just, it just was, it was horrific. Um, Hobart is, is, is sending in a lovely message which is a, a, a equivalent of stop your waffling, plug Lavecon dockers and the return of the grand butt naked, what? what, what, what butt naked, butt naked is back we had a chat with him in the Hutton Orbital bar last night and he is in great spirits and I believe has been approached for some more wonderfully relaxing Adverts for some of the other ships. Um, is that? Can you confirm anything about that, Vin? Vin Dutton. Um, well, yes, he's uh, excited about the engineers and the upgrades. Oh well, he would be, wouldn't he? There's nothing he'd like more than to pimp out his T9 or his Diamond back. Um, so it should be interesting to see. What well, he I've, up I've seen breaking news. I've actually seen um, a commander by the name of Buck Naked Senior flying out there as well. I don't know if that's him or his grandfather, but, you know, his grandpappy, as he would say. My goodness, really? That's amazing. Now we need to try and see if we can get Senior on the on the show at some point. That would be fantastic. Well, well that, that is definitely a, a bit of news right there. Oh, my goodness. I never would have thought. So Yeah, I think he's currently pootling around in a smaller ship at the moment, trying to find his feet out there, but he'll be in a T9 in no time at all. It's amazing. It is amazing. And, of course, uh, we always enjoy having him on the show, so we'll maybe get him on next week, which would be quite good to have him and let you can tell us all the things that have been going on while he's been away and what he's actually been up to. That could be quite interesting to find out. And, of course... Oh, yeah. If you are... An upwardly mobile commander, and you are indeed heading to LaveCon in July the 16th and 17th this year. Then we will see you there. There is a huge trucker turnout. Do pop over, do say hello, do say for the mug. We're hoping to have some nice handouts. Do come and see uh, Russell and uh, and even yeah, even Andrew if you can be asked. I mean, it's just <laughs> Andrew. Yeah, it's just Andrew. <laughs> I'm going to bribe people. I, to talk I to heard me with rumors coasters. that they were they were Hutton orbital tattoos. Yes, but don't worry, Andrew's not important for that. You want to go and see Russell Falls? <laughs> are, are, are they really? No, no, tattoos? we were going to tattoo Andrew. Oh right, oh that's I, totally fine. Yeah, that's fine. 
Well, do I want a dot. David Braben face on my chest. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do a Mike Brooks complete complete back panorama of the view out of Hutton Orbital over to Eden. That would be all. Don't don't mention it to Russ. He'll go and do it. He'll create the stencil. Um, have we got the tattoo artist queued up? <laughs> I don't know. What you it's mean. it's self service. You have a few drinks first. But you know that you have, we did we did do a trial on these tattoos at Elite Meet and they work brilliantly and you don't have to worry about showing them to your gran. Uh, so that's when I can see Mrs. Mallow getting very upset as I take pictures of guess what I got. <laughs> <laughs> I got the same when I got home. <laughs> and then finding the local tattoo parlor in Northampton and going, guess what we I got. We might have to get a special special stencil with uh, Mrs. Hope Mallow's name misspelt on it for you to have on your shoulder when you're drunk. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so, he, he's gone silent. That's it. He's run away in horror. No, no, I think no, you no, can no, picture no. I'm it. just thinking how hilarious this can actually be because, oh, she loves... Well, she doesn't love a wind-up, but this will... <laughs> that would be very rotten. <laughs> Don't bother coming home, Hober. Uh, so, of course, if you <laughs> if you want I'll to go live life on twenty seventeen, <laughs> still if, you, if they ever find the body, um, it's just, it is just one of these wonderful things where Livecon is a great chance to come and have a pint, a chat, talk about the game, have a look at some of the equipment, have a go in the Vive. I'll be bringing my Vive down. There'll be some nice big talks and presentations on the main stage. There'll be a Dockers live performance by members of the community. If you're interested in taking part in that, come and see me, Commander Cycle Cow, Grant Wilcott, and let me know that you're interested ooh, 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 in it, and me, we'll sir, try and me, squeeze sir, you me, in. Sir, me, sir, me, sir. Hober. Hober. Yeah. Hober, Hober, we, we did the read-through, didn't we? You, you were there for the read-through? Um, no, not, not, not the live con. No, I did the latest episode. Okay. So, last night we did the read-through for the Docker script. Oh, Mr. Winnard, oh. Mr. Winnard has written War and Peace. Now, as far as I'm aware, LaveCon only is for the weekend, so we're going to have to cut this down <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> So, it is a brilliant script, it is a great story, it works really, really well, we just need to cut the timing out of it, because at the current minute it was running at two hours, and that's just too long, it's just way too long, so we're working on that as we speak, but if you would like to be one of the extras in that, and come and stand up with us on stage, apart from Dave and uh, and Andrew here, who are clearly, clearly in, of course, Flossie, you're already definitely going to be there, aren't you, and you're going to be in that. Yes, yes, definitely going to be there. I think it's I think it's fair to say if you are uh, familiar with Dockers or you are a fan of Dockers, I don't think I have ever heard the cast groan at Finn's lines as much as they did during last night's through. I think we've hit an all time <laughs> low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In light of that, can we have things can only get better played out for tonight, Cal? <laughs> what? A- I don't know, it's bad news, but it should be awesome. So there's that. Um, of course, LaveCon, you can now find information on the local hotels have been supplied on the LaveCon website. So go to laveradio.com forward slash LaveCon or go to laveradio.com and click on the LaveCon button and it will take you to the information where you can buy tickets during the day. There are no hotel rooms left in the particular venue. They've been sold out for quite some time. If you want to be added to a cancellation list for those, then just get in touch 
with through the website that you can send an email and Karen will put you on that list. But there are nearby hotels and if more people or lots of people book into the same one, then there's always room for scope for getting taxis that will give you a deal. That's that's usually how it works. Well, you know, we have we have the entire sorry. No, no, carry on, carry on. We we have the entire cruise there from Hutton Orbital Radio. I understand. Yeah, I think we're we are we're definitely all going to be there, which is quite yeah, it's quite cool. And 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 Commander Skibbo, Skibbo will have um, Simuf. Simuf will be there. We'll be Simuf and I will be. We'll be freer this year. Last year we were learning the sound setup that we were installing and using for LaveCon. This time we've got it down to fine art, and so therefore we will be able to free up and come out. And we, we definitely, we really, 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 if you if you are at LaveCon, try and stick around until the evening. Sort of, you know, Dockers on the Saturday night will be quite late. But if you can stick around either behind that or, or, or in front of that, we would like to join for some games. We've thoroughly enjoyed the One Night Ultimate Werewolf that we played there. We've got Spyfall. There's a ton of games in the bar, so you don't have to go far. We just sit near the bar, play some games and have a good giggle. And that's my absolute 100% favourite bit, is the mingle and giggling at the bar. Well, the other one is we've actually got the uh, one of the heads of the Fuel Rats coming along as well and helping run the Artemis setup. So Karen from the Fuel Rats will be running the Artemis rig. Amazing. So yeah, there's Artemis as well, which is a great game. If you're watching on the Twitch stream, I'm playing Pulsar, which is our uh, multi-crew uh, game that we stumbled across. It's in beta. You can see that the graphics 2. are 4. not... 2.4 confirmed. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not graphically... It's 8.1. It's not graphically superior to the likes of a AAA game, but it is run by uh, two, I think, three people involved in the making of this. And the gameplay that it creates when multi-crew is excellent. What do you mean we've got no fuel? Yeah, imagine imagine Artemis with running around and... uh, you actually get to do an away team thing on it. So you've got all the system controls, but then you also get the going down to the planet side and, and yeah, picking up the artifacts and wearing a red shirt and getting killed. Oh, no, I've got problems. Well, I can't join your game. That's the biggest problem. I'm stuck. No, I've got a bigger problem than that. Or about a few. Are there a few rats in Pulsar? I don't think there are. Um... Distress signal. Use the comms panel. Go for distress signal. Try changing to economical. <laughs> Is the blue light on? Have you tried turning it Wait, on and off again? you can get somewhere. You tried well, siphoning it, it from another tank. Well, well, I mean, I could... I'm not even in space where there's is anything available that I could do. I was just at a station. What a muppet. What a muppet. I'm distress not signal. Any... Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. Mr. Cow, a quick... A quick um... Pull back to LaveCon. Um, Whereabouts is the Drabble happening at LaveCon? Because I'm very interested in that. <coughs> You're interested in the Drabble show? Well, Abracadabra is obviously a show that I do every week on a Friday, and it is a bit chaotic and fun. I enjoy it. It is a lot of fun. It's silly, and it's not very serious. However, where it does get serious, of course, is if you could enter for the chance to win a Kindle. Now, I'm debating, I'm waiting as long as I can to leave the purchase of the Kindle to make sure that I don't buy uh old version just as a new version comes out. So the prize for the winning Drabble will be a Kindle. 
and we will be getting forms out to all ticket purchasers in the next week or so as I finish it and get it out to you so that you have a time running up to the event to either write your Drabble or submit it electronically so that we can then produce the show on the Sunday um, usually just about lunchtime last thing on before the raffle and um, we'll go through all the Drabble, we won't go through all of them because if we have 400 odd of them it takes me an hour and a half to get through 20 on a Friday so we're going to narrow it down to the top 10 and then some select notable ones and we will pick a winner and that winner will win the oh, well, the Kindle so it'll be awesome so do if you're going to uh, to Laidcon a Drabble is of course a short story of 100 words and for the purposes of that competition it's set in the Elite Dangerous Universe I will pick the theme myself and if you just write a Drabble or a short story for 100 words exactly doesn't need to worry about the title title is, is, is free but just don't have two paragraphs for a title that's cheating it's just cheating. It doesn't have to be funny, because that would preclude Hober from entering. Um, <laughs> what happened to last year's Drabble? Last year's Drabble was won by Darren Gray, who wrote a children's story representing the story of Laid, and it was brilliant it was really really good which is why it was a clear winner so this year we made a mistake we learned last year that if you try and put into a busy weekend forms for people to write drabbles on during that busy weekend you're kidding yourself on so we decided that this time round we would give people chance to sort of come up with their drabbles prior to the event and submit them because that would make more sense um so that's definitely what we're going to be doing this time round. Dave also mentioned that there was going to be a quiz versus the devs, so I don't know whether we need to get, you know, a few people from the community (coughs) um, for a bit of background knowledge, but I assume it's elite quizzes versus the devs. That should be quite interesting. Yeah, there is going to be a quiz, I believe. I'm not entirely sure of the details. I mean, all these things will come together in the next couple of weeks uh, leading up to LaveCon, so do keep listening to Lave Radio on a Tuesday night and you'll get the latest along with words of all the different sponsors for the event, which I believe are ED Tracker and, oh, crikey, who's the other one now? Oh, I'll find out. It's, it's okay. We, we promised we'd advertise them on live radio. Not here. So I'm fine. I'm okay. I'm covered. Are <laughs> special effects going to be attending this year? Uh, I am not aware of the who's going to be there at the moment because it's, you know, it's, it's a, Karen and Alan's baby, so they've got all that information. But it would be nice to see no, but Baz is, Baz is coming down. Brilliant. Yeah, Baz is definitely coming down. Good stuff. I, I'd, I'd love to meet him in person and have a good chat with him because the man is absolutely awesome. And the guys from HCS Voice Packs will be there as well. No, oh, HCS Voice Packs. Yeah, yep, I think they were possibly one of the other main sponsors too. Oh, I've got a, I've got a civilian ship turned up. It's going to go and get on the comms and see if they can give me some fuel. Doing. I can't join your game. Is it still the same password? Yes. Two point one's dropped. Save your multi crew for two point three. Yeah, well, maybe multi crew If it's as good as this, then as a fan, it'll be fantastic news. Um, so they gave us some fuel, so we're just going to jump back to the station, and this time I'm going to refuel the, the bag bad boy. Um, so yeah, Lavecon is going to be great fun. I'm looking forward to. It. I know everyone that's been there before looks forward to it. It's the same with any of the events. Then after Lavecon, we'll be looking forward to Fantasticon. Although details on that are not 
set in stone at this point, so we'll need to sort of take that one as and when it comes, but we'll give you that information. And following that, we're on to the next Elite Meet, which is by far the most low-key and... Uh, probably... Uh, it's not fair to say, because they're all community-made. They're all run by different members of the community bringing their skill sets and putting on whatever particular show they want to. LaveCon's kind of a bit more formal. Elite Meet is kind of more along the premise of let's meet up in a pub and have a chat, play some games and do some stuff. But I think uh, Elite Meet in Glasgow, we kind of really took that to the extremes and it was an amazing amount of fun. Hober, you weren't there, you big poo. I, I wasn't. I wasn't there this year, and um, I, I, I had I had to save some days up with the missus so I could come to Lavecon. Um, I would have loved coming to Elite Meet at Glasgow in the same way I went to Elite Meet at Birmingham, but that's pretty close to home. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I believe there was some voting for Elite Meet, and I, if I'm not mistaken, the location was Gloucester or Bristol was that the highest voted place to hold the next event I may be wrong so tell me if I'm wrong uh, I'm not entirely sure it's been thoroughly decided as yet because obviously what we need to do is find someone in that area that's willing to do the work I believe it falls yeah. to Bristol to, Crash well, University of Bristol Crash <laughs> Yes, Karash and I think Carl Agnew is going to be the kind of lead on the next Elite Meet. So if you go to EliteMeet.info, that website will have the latest information once it is available, and that's where you'll be able to get your tickets for it as well. And I say it's much, much more... I don't know, Flossie, did you... I can't, uh, this is terrible. I can't remember if Flossie... Did you make it up for Elite Meet? Yeah, she won both. Yeah. Of, of course she did. She won the mega gin. gin. That's why I can't remember. Ah, they laced my me. drink with gin. You forgot me. I couldn't remember your name. And I couldn't remember for the life of me whether or not you said you were not. But it was Leifcon that you didn't make last year, and of course it was Leimy. It was yeah, fine because right. you, yeah. you and Robbie cleaned up in that raffle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got I a bottle said. of Centauri Megagen sitting here. I can just see it. Not two, two <laughs> bottles of Megagen. <laughs> How many are left? Well, we've still got the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just going to say, you know, if you were to describe Elite Meat, uh, it's kind of like a. I don't. You, I wouldn't like to say it was a low key affair because it, that kind of suggests that it, it's not what it is. It was awesome. Very informal, I think. It's just easy going. It's a casual event for your for your trucker where you're not expected to do anything. Just turn up, meet other truckers, have a nice chat, maybe probably drink more than the bar's worth and then uh, try and get a train home. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm just ex- <laughs> explaining my experience <laughs> of uh, the one in Birmingham. But yeah, oh, it's great. You get to meet people who love the game that you play same with the same with Lavecon, but in such an informal manner where it's just you know, just turn up and just you know hang around. It's good. It is. It is. It's an awful lot of of fun, and um, I think you know that that's what we really, really enjoy about it is the fact that it's just a kind of just hair down, nothing too formal. Take your time, enjoy yourself, have a giggle, you know, and there's nothing sort of so formal that you have to 
uh, be there at a certain time to catch you, but it's just kind of very nice and relaxed and great fun. So definitely recommend getting to Elite Meet. If you love, I mean, LaveCon is, once you do these things, once you've been to one, you're hooked. So that take that warning on board. Once you've been to one, you are going to be absolutely hooked on it and you'll keep coming back again and again and again ad infinitum because it's all you can do because it's just there's just so much fun people in this community are just spectacularly awesome well i, th- I think i'm actually looking forward to uh <laughs> quite more than i am my family holiday which is probably a bad thing to say <laughs> but, but it's the truth at least it's not being broadcast because that would be that would be unfortunate oh, no, no, it would be, be terrible <laughs> and if my missus was not playing the piano downstairs she'd probably be able to hear me <laughs> honey <laughs> so yeah join us at Lavecon we look forward to seeing you there come up and say hello we will be very obvious uh, I will have potentially my Lave Radio hat on, being part of the Lave Radio crew. It's going to be difficult for me with one head and two hats, but we will definitely be doing some trucker stuff, so you'll definitely be able to catch uh, Dave as you come in. So Van de Aan and Cecil will be at the door. So do take over a gin and say hello. And uh, yeah, join us uh, throughout the days and get yourself a nice hunting tattoo from Russell don't bother going to see Andrew. He's just got, he's just got giveaway stuff. That's all. That's I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't chat to me either. Sitting in the smoking lounge. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever you do, don't look Alvin in the eyes when you pet him. Yeah, it's. it's oh, he's, he's such a cute dog, and um, I've got to say, I, I made a little bit of a faux pas and didn't understand how how Alvin and. Um, Mike worked and the fact Mal- Alvin was in charge so I should have stopped talking to Mike and just spoken to Alvin <laughs> it's a mistake that an awful lot of people make um, and you do have to be wary of it because Alvin has quite a bite and, uh, uh, am I wrong in thinking uh, maybe I'm right is there some kind of um, costume competition this year at Lavecon? Um, I am not entirely sure. Oh, I'll keep spreading the rumours then. <laughs> yeah, you just 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 do that. That should be fine. Just just spread rumours wildly. Um, I'll, I'll just tell Karen that there's a costume competition going on. It's fine. Yes, that'll be that'll be perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, what kind of theme are you going to go for? Elite uh, dangerous. <laughs> I'm not coming out in a negligee. <laughs> oh. oh, I don't know. Well, hang on, Midden, if you're listening, we're sharing a room. Maybe I will. <laughs> if he's lucky. Tonight, tonight. <laughs> right. So yes, as far as I'm aware, you are welcome to turn up in um, whatever cosplay you wish. Uh, it is, but I'm not sure that if there's an official competition for it or not. I think they do, do generally have some prize giving at the end. I, 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 there, there isn't. There is. Well, I don't. I don't think there is. But I'm, I'm just spreading the rumours. But no. Um, yeah, turn up in cosplay because what's more fun than turning up in something you wouldn't wear regularly until the time you escape your missus and turn up in a hotel with some random strangers or possibly people. All right, you've we're going to cut the broadcast here before <laughs> Hover says something that physically has him harmed by his wife. And, in a uh, full spacesuit. 
Deary me, deary me, deary me. Yeah, Audio Shield, I am. Um, I just got a message there from Mindwipe, who is uh, suggesting and reminding me that, you know, that we had a game on the Vive called Audio Shield, which nearly killed me as he challenged me, so we definitely need to get some of that on. Um, Lifecon. But we're going to leave this broadcast now. Thank you, Holborn. Thank you, Spike. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Ventura, for eavesdropping. And, of course, Thank you, the unforgettable, never forgot she was at Elite Meet at all, Commander Flossie. <laughs> Thank you, Flossie. We will be back next week from half past eight. Join us on Sunday from 3 pm. We'll be on the radio at some degree for the convoy on the Xbox. Join us there. We will catch you. But for now, we will play it with a little tune, a reminder of what the mod situation requires and what it is about. And of course, a tune that was requested. Excuse me, by who? Who requested that one, Dave? Yeah, I can't remember. Digitary, no, one of the paladins. Okay, well, this, the request for paladins will play us out. So, thank you very much, for everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. We will catch you after the. Well, no, we'll catch you next week or Sunday if you are there. Thank you very much for tuning in. Goodbye! Tatty nights. Tatty buys and all that kind of stuff. Wrong one. Radio. Entertaining you until arrival or death. Well, howdy there, partner. My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mr. Naked, just what do you trade in? Well, I'll trade anything to earn me more credits, but what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lake On Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. When I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit, counting the credits those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lacon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. This medical bay, like so many in Hutton Orbital, is overrun with sick children and frightened parents. As far as I understand it, the, these are the kids that have just turned up. They queue up to be seen by the doctors. There are only 90 beds in this hospital, but they are being filled three and four times over. 24-7 people arrive all day and all night? Yes, 24 hours. We're working 24 hours. Three shifts a day. Right. These incredible doctors and nurses are packing to save these children. It looks like a special emergency, an epidemic, but it's actually like this every day here at Hutton What symptoms has she been displaying? Convulsions. High blood fever and space convulsions. What might be the cause of that? The most common cause of that is MODS. MODS? Mug Ownership Deficiency Syndrome. This tiny child is desperately sick. And sadly, it's no isolated case. I've got the admission sheet here. It tells me who's here and why. So over here, we've got Zoe. She's three, suffering from mods. In this corner here, we've got Framel, two, suffering from mods. Around here, we've got Ben. He's one year old, suffering from mods. 
Over there, all lined up, we've got Quinn, 3, Julie, 18 months, and Karma, 9 months, all with mods. And then down here we've got Peter, 10. He's got diabetes, caused by mods. The problem in Hutton Orbital is so overwhelming that every two hours a mother will lose her child to this terrible disease, and the agony is, mods is preventable. In the next bed, a little boy called TJ has been brought in with convulsions and a fever. How serious is his condition? Very serious. Very, very serious. And more children are arriving all the time. But uh, they just keep coming, and an another child just arrived. We don't know what's wrong with him yet. The queue outside keeps growing. It just doesn't stop. It's like a tidal wave. But there is something we can do. We're helping to get mugs, early testing kits, and emergency medicine into Hutton Orbital. Early treatment could help to prevent these terrible scenes, and it doesn't cost much. Five tons of scraps builds one mug. Five tons. Twenty-five tons, and we can build five. We can sort out this whole section. That's because a mug can reduce the threat of mods-related infections by 90%. It's an incredible statistic. And here's another one. The majority of people that listen to Hutton Orbital Radio don't donate any scrap. That's shocking. Is that you? Are you the person who's sitting there thinking, ah, oh, I'll do it later? Don't. Don't be that person. Please don't be that person. Because listen, the stuff that your scrap can change. It's been quite a shock to be here today. It's so important. Please, don't be the person that sits there and doesn't bother. Don't be that person. Thank you. <laughs>